Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Coming out of his beat six and seven. Top the markets is Brendan Ace. Oh wow! No, no, no! Here we are, round 24. 24, not 14, like we had the muck up last week. Round 13 in round 23. Tommy, we've fixed up our uploads, our recording tonight. We're back, and sorry for that. And those who found their way around it, well done to you, and thanks for letting us know as well. We're on the path to improvement this week. Round 24, Thomas Hudson. This is the Supercoach 365 podcast. Jeez, tough week last week. Tough week. Uh, good day, Ryan. Not really tough in terms of scoring, but wow, like I, I scored 1,300 points. We'll just get to our scores straight away. 1,300 points, and I fell 700 spots. So that shows you how good you had to go last week. I think you told me that there's 19 players that scored over 100, yeah. which is, I don't think I've seen higher than that in my years of playing it. It's incredible, isn't it? Uh, 1338 for me last week. That was just top 27%. And I think it was something like my second or third biggest score since round 14. So in 10 weeks, my third highest score. And I dropped 1,500 ranks. So shows you you'd want to be hitting 1,500 points upwards last week. Uh, And I guess on the back of that, um, some poor rankings for us both. Uh, I'm closer to 8K. And unfortunately for yourself, you've dropped out of the top 1,000. Yeah, cast adrift now, down to 1,800. So only one trade left. I don't know if many people have a trade left up their sleeve. I'm hoping they don't, so maybe that can come into play. But yeah, it's been a steady decline the last couple of weeks. Now, before we dive into round 24 and obviously um, all that uh, is tied to that, let's talk a little bit of news, as we often do. Uh, Latrell Mitchell has come out uh, uh, reportedly and said to Wayne Bennett, mate, if you want me, throw $5 million upwards at me. Uh, and you can either have me or Munster take your pick. So I want to ask the question to you. If you're setting up a new franchise, be it the Dolphins or somewhere else, are you going with Munster or Trill Mitt? I think I'd go with Trill Mitt. Um, probably equally great players, but I just think mm. the Trill's a little bit younger maybe, maybe a little bit more upside and potential and off-field appeal perhaps. But yeah, it's 
much for much. Just they're both great players. Hopefully the Dolphins uh, land one of them, so they're you know an attractive sort of proposition in the years ahead. Munster for mine. Just think he's got better leadership qualities, but as you say, there probably some pros and cons for them both. Uh, let's uh, and also sorry on that round twenty four. Uh, Jerome Luai back for the Panthers this week. So um, speaking of good players coming back and boosting teams, he's certainly one of them, and they're going to need it. Uh, uh, the Panthers, they wrapped up the minor premiership last week, but now they turn their attentions to 24, 25, and then the finals, and Luai's a, a massive part of that. Yeah, they'll want to be getting back into their best form. They've been pretty decent without their stars the last few weeks, uh, up against the Warriors this week, so they'll be looking to put a score on it, imagine. Now, you touch on it there, um, and before we do look ahead to round 24, just one more point on round 23. 19 players last week scored 100 points or more. Uh, very easily could have been 20 points. Alex Johnston with 99 that has to be on par or even better potentially than some of the weeks we saw last year in 2021 when turbo and cleary and co were pumping a hundreds uh, weekly yeah that's exactly what it felt like didn't it the blowout scores i think six teams scored over 40 points something like that anyway and that obviously translated to some ridiculous super coach scoring i think yeah. my own team i had three or four over 100 which you usually be you usually would be happy with yeah but then you see, you know, 19 players across the game. So, yeah, it was just a, a rare week of scoring. Rightio, let's dive into it. Round 24, we'll waste no time here. The Broncos kick us off Thursday night footy at Suncorp Stadium uh, up against the Parramatta Eels. The Outsiders, the Broncos at home, $2.23 with topsport.com.au head-to-head. The Eels, $1.67. The line, 3.5. The home team gets it, and they're going to probably need it as well, Tommy, given what we saw from Parramatta last week. Although, when Parramatta is supposed to win, they often lose. So, how do we see this one playing out? Yeah, tough. Uh, Brisbane just gone. Um, I probably expected them to lose to Melbourne the other day, but not to get 60 points put on them. Um, yeah. uh, maybe they have such a nice young team who have had a, a big season. Maybe they're getting a little bit tired towards the back end of it. Yeah, and probably one of their better players this year, Pat Carrigan, still missing. So, he'll be back next week for the uh, Dragons match before... I mean, I, I was about to say before they play finals footy, but will they? Will they make the eight? Will they miss it? They're going to have to win here to shore it up or at least find a win against the Dragons next week to consolidate that place in the top eight. Yeah, huge game, really. Uh, Eels clinging onto a small chance of top four, but it looks unlikely. I think they're safe at the top eight now after the win the other day. So, yeah, it is a big game of plenty to play for. Uh, I think the other day the Eels, Dylan Brown was huge. I think he got around 130 from memory. I don't own him, so that was a rough watch. Moses returned in fine style as well. So some of these Eels players, if you've held on to them or you got in last week, uh, you're cheering. Yeah, Dylan Brown, 134. Moses, I think he got about 98. So uh, the halves combined a couple of times off kicks and uh, regathers to score tries. Just speaking of how bad the Broncos were against the Storm last week, how about this? Billy Walters top scored their supercoach output with just 52 supercoach points. These in all sorts last week. And, I mean, when you're conceding 60, um, probably no real surprises there. Yeah, I don't know if they can turn that around in what is it, six days until they play Parramatta. So, yeah, put me down for the Eels here. And I think, you know, maybe Dylan Brown, Moses, his sneaky vice-captain options for the start of the week. Yeah, we'll talk captains at the back end of the podcast, as we always do with our captain's call. Uh, stick around for that as well. Uh, f- later, rather, Friday night footy, um, 6 p.m. kickoff, the first game of two on Friday, the Panthers. 
arguably the shortest price, and not even arguably, definitely the shortest priced uh, favourites this weekend, a dollar and one. Uh, that's uh, Alex <laughs> Johnston, top try scorer, like odds there. Uh, the Warriors, seventeen dollars head to head the start. Now I think this is massive, twenty nine and a half. Bit of rain around Sydney, and the over under fifty one point five points. I don't see that getting anywhere near the overs because the Warriors they might not score any. No, I agree with, with what you're saying. Like, obviously, Penrith will win this game and win it pretty comfortably, but they're not known for smashing teams, the Panthers, really. They're more known as that defensive juggernaut. And, yeah, like you're saying there, the Warriors will be lucky to score a try. Uh, Penrith will probably to go over that line. They need to score nearly 50 themselves, so it's yeah. probably hard to see it happening. Yeah, um, players like Luai we've already mentioned, but uh, Isaac Tung or Taylor May, Brent or Isaiah Yo, if you're holding any or all of those, you'd probably be licking your lips this weekend. Not even to mention then uh, Stefan Crichton, the goal kicker, who could be kicking a few this week. Uh, just on the Warriors, though, last week, they were dire. They were dreadful against the Cowboys. How do they bounce back? How do they get up for this? Because they often uh, well, they were playing on emotion for so long. Now they've gone back home. They seem to be playing well at Mount Smart, but when they're away, they're just a complete basket case. Yeah, it's hard to imagine them getting up for this game at all. Reese Walsh had an unfortunate night. I think he scored negative, or he was negative, and then he updated to two points on Supercoach. So he had a real rubbish rubbish <laughs> evening. Uh, Johnson, Johnson's just not the player he once was, is, is he? Let's be honest. Um, no. He's been disappointing this year. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a long night for the Warriors. And like you said there, any of these Panthers players, they haven't been great of late on Supercoach, but you'd have mm. to think they're bouncing back this week. One of those players, potentially uh, Isaac Tung, I already mentioned him there. I've declared him as a moral this week. I think he scores at least one try. Um, he hasn't scored since round 17, the night they beat the Sharks at uh, Penrith Park. But I think he could go massive this week. Playing down that left side, Luai back is a big inclusion. And you look at where the Warriors conceded last week. I think Dearden scored a double. Uh, Tuolungi down the left side as well. Luciano Leilua down the left side. And even Chad Townsend, a kick and regather, uh, ended up on the left-hand side of the post. So that's where the Warriors are conceding. Kick out, Tango, May, Luai even. They could be in for a big night. Yeah, I do agree. But Tango's average the last three weeks is... Only about in the low 40s. So he does have a little bit of repaying to do, but he's been a good buy all year. So I'll let him off the hook. And he should have a big game on Friday. I agree. Big bounce back game for the uh, young gun out there, Isaac Tungle. Yeah, as you say, he's probably been a little bit quiet back end of the year, but uh, paid us uh, well uh, to start off the 2022 Supercoach season. Let's move on. The Friday night rounding us out, probably the game of the week, this one. The Melbourne Storm, the Sydney Roosters, a rivalry which uh, dates back, obviously headlined by uh, the 2018 and 2019 seasons. Uh, Melbourne here favourites, $1.57. The Roosters outsiders, $2.40. Um, looking here as well, minus 4.5, the line, the Storm, they're giving it away. Yeah, I kind of understand the line. Um, I think, obviously, Roosters winning 72-6 to six the other day is incredible on paper and whatnot, but they beat the Tigers, who were just disgusting, really. I think it was more about the Tigers being bad than the Roosters being good. So, yeah, I think it's a massive step up in class. And, you know, the Roosters have been playing well, but they I don't think they've beaten anyone, really. So this is a big test. 
yeah, big test here. The Storm themselves put on 60, as we've already said. They, these two teams combined, just to put it into perspective. 132 points to 18 scorelines last week. Obviously, plenty of points scored last week. I think defense will be the focus for both of these teams this week. And for the Storm, uh, a big inclusion. Felice Kafusi. Uh, he returns from personal leave, which obviously means uh, Tui Kamakamitha will revert back to the bench. But in terms of shoring up an edge, that right edge particularly, where the Roosters ran right through Angus Crichton last week, that's going to be a big inclusion for the Storm this time around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Crichton was... I think he's been underwhelming this year. A lot of super coaches would agree with that, but he's bounced back recently. And two tries the other night, four tries for Nat Butcher, so they were on fire. Um what do you make of the Storm, how they're using Cam Munster without Ryan Pappenhausen, taking Munster back to one the yep. last few weeks, despite being named at 5'8". So is that something we're going to see more of, do you think? Uh, I think it's it's working quite well with him at the back, and if I had known that, I would have definitely tried to get him in at the back end of the year. Yeah, the dynamic there with Meany is working, and I think I was not critical of Meany, but maybe questioned the way that they'd use him in the halves at the start of the year. Remember, Munster was out for round one. Uh, Meany was named in six. I didn't think he'd play there. He ended up playing there and, and did a decent enough job against the Tigers on that occasion. Um, whatever it is, it's working. Um, Meany's scoring tries still. Munster's scoring tries. Jerome Hughes is scoring tries. So no ill effects on his halves partner there, be it Munster or Meany, um, at the second receiver role. So no, while as long as it's working, and the Storm, they've obviously found some form in recent times, looking to lock down that top four spot, a win here against the Roosters uh, would go a long way uh, towards doing that and uh, speaking of the Roosters some inclusions for them as well Lindsay Collins back and Sia Siwa Takeyaha back as well so uh, a timely boost for them let's uh, let's not forget about our top six uh, bet on the Roosters here we need them to to win this game and be a, a huge boost for us yeah we do and I think those forward inclusions are a big help because I think it will be even though both these teams scored huge scores last week I don't think it'll be that ga- sort of game at all I think it'll be quite tight and like you said, their defence is going to come to the fore. So the last one for the Roosters here, uh, Joey Manu. Uh, ever since switching back to the centres when there hasn't been any injuries, his, his scoring has clearly uh, disappeared. Only his last three weeks, the highest score of 58. I mean, you're not getting rid of him at this stage of the year, but he's probably not really a captaincy option anymore at this stage. No, as long as Tedesco is doing good things uh, at fullback and uninjured, that's where he'll remain. And Joey Manu plugging gaps. Probably unlucky not to score that try the other night. I think it was a try. Uh, the bunker obviously overturned that one uh, with the offload from Matt Lodge. Uh, Saturday afternoon, 40 will move on. 3 p.m. kickoff. Tommy's Raiders up against Manly. The Raiders twenty as they continue this push towards an unlikely final start. Um... Manly here, rank outsiders, $4.60, the line 14.5. Massive line, uh, the Raiders give it away, and they don't often win by a big margin. So if you like Manly, you'd obviously be getting on at the start. Yeah, you'd be a brave man to take $1.20. Us, uh, every game we play, it's down to the final play, pretty much who's going to win. So I agree, it's a huge line. But at the same time, Manly, the other night against Cronulla, I think they've just given up for the year. I don't think they're even trying, so that could yeah. be a factor. Yeah, funny you say that, and I guess in good news for super coaches, despite that massive loss to the Sharks, 40-6 to at Brookvale. We sat here last week and we, we said that Sharks just don't win at Brookie. They, they quickly put that to, to bed. Um, but for super coaches, good news in the fact that Cherry Evans uh, and, and Ola Kawatu, probably two pieces of that manly puzzle that we've been playing with, um, scored well. Cherry Evans, 88, and Ola Kawatu, 70 points, so showing that they can still be a factor, even though Manly aren't playing their best. 
yeah, they still did a good job. And the Raiders' defence isn't really renowned for being amazing. So I think they'd be on track to go pretty well again. What about Joey Tarpanay last week? Uh, obviously missed a week with the, the bad rib, in, rib injury. Yeah. First game back, pumps out a nice 75. Um, he's just been really great this year. I got rid of him when he got injured. But uh, he just he pretty much punished me straight away. And he's looking really good once again. We sat here in January and February and we did our uh, team-by-team previews. We got to the Raiders and we didn't really know who to talk about. And, um, you know, out of coincidence or, you know, through sheer desperation, we landed on Tarpanay and Jack White. And and as it was in that moment when the the Raiders needed uh, a couple of heroes, there they were, Tarpanay off Papali um, or Papali off Tarpanay, vice versa, to make that line break. And then who was there at the end of it all? Jack White and to finish it off. So keeps the Raiders' season alive. If you are having a play on to make the top eight, which you can do at topsport.com.au responsibly, of course, you can still get about $2.70, I think it is, for the Raiders to make the eight. So you might need two results or, or to go your way there, but, I mean, it's not impossible, I wouldn't think. No, we've got Manly and then West Tigers, so you'd, we're probably likely to win both. You'd finish on 30 points, but... Who drops out? I don't know. I probably want to see all those eight teams in the finals. Maybe the Broncos are out of form, but we'll wait and see. Uh, just one on Manly here. Ben Jaboyevich continues to be an absolute nightmare if you've held on to him. He's hard to sell at this point because he's so lowly priced, but another six points on the weekend. His wow. last five scores have all been below 15. So it really just destroys your chances of looping, unfortunately. I remember this time, or just close to this time last year when we did the, the Ten Commandments of Supercoach, and one of them was don't chase last week's points, and another one was, you know, don't change your captain at the last minute. We're adding an 11th commandment. It's never trade in Ben Travojevic, because no matter how much money he's making, his break-even, it might be the lowest we've ever seen. Just don't do it, because it always ends this way. It's just it's not even just Ben Travojevic. Like, when you just see... I guess a cheapie, but you probably know that their job security is terrible and they're going to be on the bench most weeks. It's going to come back to bite you, and that's definitely been the case this year. Rightio, um, give us a tip, Tommy. I think you're going with the Raiders. Raiders, but I agree with you. The line is way too big for a Raiders game. Okay, moving on. I, I, just before we do, actually, Ray Varga makes his debut for Manly. I think he's a talent, so keep an eye on him. Maybe one for your Black Books uh, as a cheapy option next year or if he's not getting a start at Manly somewhere else. Uh, Saturday afternoon, this one, 5.30 p.m. kickoff at Shark Park. The Sharks uh, back at home here against the Bulldogs. $1.05. Bulldogs, this is some prices here this weekend. $10 head-to-head. Uh, the line, 22.5. That won't be enough. Over under 50.5 points. Um, I think this could be a, a massive score for the Sharks. Tommy, Nico Hines. We don't talk about the Sharks without talking about Nico Hines. 130 last week. Is he the number one draft pick next year? He's got to be very close. Yeah, I said he was last week, and my mind definitely hasn't changed. I, he's honestly set and forget for me with captaincy at the moment. I just put it on him every week. He does a job. He's bad games. He's still getting 80. So it's yeah. just no... His, his floor is just amazingly high. Um, and it just feels like, obviously, it's, it's a this-year factor, but the Sharks draw this year. They seem to have an easy game every week on paper. I don't know how mm. they've managed to jag that, but... Yeah, Bulldogs this week. It uh, looks another 40-point job, really. Uh, speaking of, uh, Andrew Fafita plays his last game at Shark Park. And, of course, he scored that famous try to win them their only premiership to date. $7.25 for an anytime try scorer uh, play, Andrew Fafita. 
We know rugby league loves stories, Tommy. This would be a massive one. Uh, and I only have to think back as recent as this year with Aiden Tolman um, playing his 300th game at Shark Park. He came off the bench against Newcastle in about the 25th minute. He scored the first try. He doesn't score many. He scored the first try in his 300th game. So Andrew Fafita, any time for mine, $7.25. I think that's a good bet. I wouldn't put it past him. and I want to pay him tribute here because last week I had to play him because of some late injuries to Garrick and someone else. Um, he pulls out 65 points off the bench. That's his highest score all year. A try assist. He ran really hard. So he actually played really well. So good luck to him. Somewhat fitting he plays his last game against the Bulldogs as well. Remember all those years ago, he inked the massive deal to go there and uh, and never did. Just on the doggies though, and, and a couple of players here, which we've spoken about uh, the last couple of weeks, Matty Burton, just 48 last week, and Josh Adokar, 43 supercoach points. Um, I mean, where to? If, if they're two of their best and not scoring well, it's it's probably a sign that the Bulldogs have just about checked out. Yeah, I think so. They had a few good weeks uh, going back probably two to a month now. Um, and I took the bait. I got Burton in, and I hope for the best. He got one good score, but, yeah, ever since then, he's done nothing. And, yeah, it's probably they're probably just finished for the year, really, aren't they? Um it's a pity, but Max King, he's still going pretty well, I reckon. I don't own him, and I haven't all season, but those who have held on to him, he's just done a job all season, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, and he still finds ways to get attacking stats in ways that other props don't. So, um, no, if you've held him, well done. Sharks by plenty here. Uh, even look at the race to 40 markets here, topsport.com.au. You'll get a good price, and I think you'll be in it for a long time. Uh, Saturday evening, rounding us out, the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. Uh, one of the closer games in the betting, at least. $1.82, uh, or 52 rather, South Sydney. $2.55 outside as the Cowboys. Six, a flat six, the line at this stage on Tuesday night, uh, over under 48.5. Wet, a core stadium. It's going to be very close this game, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's not many good games this weekend to watch, but this is an awesome game. Uh, huge for South. If they lose, they're genuinely a good chance to miss the eight because they play Roosters in round 25. Mm. And if the Raiders won both their games, they would miss the Rabbitohs. So, yeah, huge game here. The Cowboys need to get back into some some of their best form. I know they beat the Warriors the other day, but we could have done that. So this is, yeah, a big game for both teams. Cowboys going to have to do it without Tom Dearden. Uh, he ruptured a testicle. Uh, I say here in the notes, it's a fitting injury because the Cowboys just blew their load all over the Warriors <laughs> last week to the tune of 48 points to four. So if you're busting a nut in that sort of performance, he scored a try-double as well. So um, fair way to go out. Is that his season done, you think? I don't know much about testicle injuries, mate, so I couldn't tell you. But uh, I hope it isn't because he's been very important to that team this year. And it's it's quite amazing that we're here in round 24 talking about how important Tom Dearden is to a team in the top four. When yeah. last year, I don't think he'd won a game for 25 games. So, amazing effort from him. And, you know, it brings drink water into the six and the hammer into fullback. I don't think, obviously, you'd rather do it in the team, but it's a pretty good replacement. Yeah, handy. Good kicking game there. Um, the only question I have there is uh, the defense, obviously. Drink water not having to have... Uh, done a lot of tackling in the front line this year. Uh, and Hammer, I know he's got speed at the back, but in terms of his communication, getting the Cowboys' defense around, obviously that's been uh, Drinkwater's job um, for large parts of the season. So that could be an out there. Uh, and obviously the Rabbitohs last week, narrowly beaten in the 78th minute. Uh, they could have shocked us all, I think, just about uh, the Rabbitohs last week against Penrith. 
I say it here. Alex Johnston, the best bet in sport, quote-unquote Thomas Hudson, $1.52. Throw it in your multis this week because he's going to get one. Yeah, you'd have to think so. Uh, big score again last week. Latrell got over 100 again. I think he's scored over 100 five out of six weeks since his return or something like that. So mm. amazing scoring. Maybe every injured player should go to America just for whatever he did over there because it's really working. But they just their defense last week let them down. Uh, every time Penrith got the ball down their end, they seemed to score. I feel like uh, plus six for the Cowboys, it's, it's a great line. I think this is a flip of the coin, so I'm happy to be with the Cowboys at the start. Injured players flying to America. Tommy did. Love to see a documentary a la Latrell Mitchell about his ruptured nut. Um, all right, let's leave that one there. I agree. The plus six, um, it looks a good bet for mine at this stage anyway. Um, Chad Townsend, he's going to have to lift again this week. Uh, Sunday afternoon, 40, Combank Stadium, the venue here. West's Tigers at home to the St. George Illawarra Dragons uh, outsiders. Uh, the Tigers, $3.20. The line, eight and a half. The Dragons, they give that away. Uh, Dragons, if you are playing head-to-head, just $1.35. I've called this here the Who Cares Plate. Not quite the Who Cares Cup, but 53.5 over under total points. It pretty much just sums up where the defensive mindset of these two teams will be on Sunday afternoon. I love footy more than anybody, and I watch eight games a week, but, geez, this is a hard sell. Um, I even from a super coach point of view, like if you have any of these players, you're playing the game wrong. Why would you have Tigers or Dragons? So... Yeah, I don't know. Um, Dragons have more attacking flair. Probably go with them, but yeah, I don't have anything to add from a super coach perspective, to be honest with you. Tigers here last week, uh, the scoreboard says it all. The Dragons they actually found a way to win. I think they played the last 20 or 15 minutes of that game with uh, 12 men, so might say more about the Titans than it does the Dragons, but I thought a standout for them was Jack Bird. Obviously, the super coach score reflected that, but uh, a couple of tries, a couple of try assists as well. He looks fit. He's got through most of the season uninjured this year. I think that's just good things for Jack Bird and good things for the Dragons because um, he's he's a player that's been rocked by injury. He's still only fairly young, Jack Bird, 26 or 27. So uh, he's strung a good season together, and that can only mean good things for the Dragons going forward. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think the 53.5 here really sums up the game. And it's hard. It's a high line, but it's hard to say it'll be under Sunday afternoon with these two teams who can't yeah. defend either of them. I think maybe someone like Adam Dewey will bounce back a little bit. He's been really in the headlines lately for having some poor games, and he's been pretty bad. Um, if you did buy him in the last few weeks, I think he'll, he'll go big. Bold prediction, he'll get over 100. Rightio. Maybe an anytime try scorer amongst all of that. Adam Dewey. Um, we'll leave it there and finish up on Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. kickoff this one. The Top Sport Titans back at home, $1.45 favourites here against the Knights. Again, I don't know what that uh, or who that makes worse reading for. Uh, the line here, 5.5, 6.5, uh, the Knights are getting that. 55.5, the over-under. I said this is the Who Cares Cup. They may as well just play Oztag because no one's going to be tackling on Sunday afternoon. Uh, the, you said before, you know, the Dragons went down to 12 men the other day and then the Titans still conceded three tries. So how does that even happen? They let in 46 points against the Dragons um, and then they're $1.45 this week. So what does that say about Newcastle? Yeah, it says that they're uh, no good. Um, speaking of uh, the Titans and players who could find form in this one, David Fafita, he's passed two weeks, scores of 85 and 90. Does he lift? Does he find another gear this week and, and crack that uh, elusive three-figure score, which he hasn't for some time? 
Well, he won't get a better chance. I think, if I remember correctly, he went massive against Newcastle early last year. I don't yep. know why I remember that, but he did. I'm pretty sure he scored two or three tries. There's no reason why he can't this week again. Uh, good friend of the show, Blake's Brushworks, was talking him up as a captain option this week. And mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I agree. If you, you'd be chasing points this time of the year, pod captain play, why not? Fafita could go huge. Yeah, hold that captaincy over till Sunday afternoon. A lot of head-to-head grand finals this week in both Classic and Draft, so if you are playing uh, your finals, look out for that. Just on the nights, uh, before we throw to a very quick break, I say here, Big Dick Edric Lee, I think he's uh, an absolute moral as well. Not as not quite as a good thing as Alex Johnston is, but I say put them both in a multi, you'll get close enough to $3. Tommy, there's no such thing as a free lunch, but you'd be eating your KFC this Sunday night. Uh, you take away... Courtesy of Top Sport, if you're doing Johnston into Edric Lee, I just think it just happens this week. Yeah, a left winger to score against the Titans, it's pretty fair bet. So, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. God, he went close the other day in the last minute to scoring and ruining the Raiders' dreams, didn't he? Absolutely. I think the commentary from Andrew Voss, spectacular. He said, Big Edric, he's long everywhere. So, uh, nearly long <laughs> enough to dive out from about three metres out. Uh, on that occasion, not quite so. The Raiders, in the end, too good. Uh, only just though Tommy we're going to take a quick break the other side we'll talk some captains we're going to answer your questions as well having a bet on sport this week top this whether you're into cricket and curling or golf and top sport will let you on for plenty and with literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage top sport has you well covered so if you want to get the top odds every time bet with top sport top that download the app today top sport Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play. You stay in control. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, welcome back. Supercoach 365 podcast, uh, powered by topsport.com.au. Best odds in golf and greyhounds and bloody curling, everything else you want to punt on this weekend. EPL uh, won't be too long. The NBA will be back, and Tommy will be uh, cheering Trey Young to get two or more three-pointers in the first half. Just looking here at the NRL futures, though, before we jump ahead to the summer, Penrith still the favourites here uh, in terms of the Premiership betting two dollars and twenty. The Storm, I think there's a bit of value there. Players coming back four dollars eighty to win the comp. I think if they can finish potentially top three, they just got to beat the Cowboys or the Sharks that first week. They'll get a week off back down to Melbourne. They're in the grand final for mine. So four dollars eighty, I think it's a good bet. Yeah, no, I like it. They look the two clear chances yet again this time of year i think maybe the eels at 16 are slight value only because they've beaten both panthers and storm this year but yeah it's you'd have to take them on trust we spoke already of the uh, make the top eight markets the true believers of the canberra raiders two dollars and 90 that might be a little bit appetizing uh there the broncos probably the likely chance of those four listed obviously the rabbitos the roosters broncos raiders Uh, $1.13 the Broncos, but the value certainly with Canberra there. If the Broncos can drop two games, the Raiders win two, that's how it'll finish. Yeah, I also like the Rabbitohs to miss miss the top eight at $8. If they lose to Cowboys this week, which is very possible, then they only have to lose to the Roosters in round 25. Like, both games are very hard, so, you know, $8 to lose both, not bad odds. Yeah, you'd be getting a better price going that way than if you were to back both of their opponents and multi them week on week. So good shout there. You'd be uh, having a look at that uh, as well. You can check all these markets out, as we say, topsport.com.au, NRL Futures. Uh, if you are having a play, do so responsibly. Tommy, let's talk some captains for round 24. 
kicking us off Thursday night. Speaking of the Broncos, we're going the other way uh, with Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown, both great vice-captaincy options early in the week. Yeah, for sure. You know, if Brisbane show up with the same defensive attitude as last week, uh, the Eels could really put them to the sword. You don't really know what you're going to get with Hara, but at their best, they're really good. So, yeah, Brown, Moses, even he perhaps. Uh, but then yeah. Friday night, 6 p.m., there's a lot more options, isn't there? Yeah, you could write a ticket for four or five of these Panthers if you're holding them. I think the key ones, though, would probably be Jerome Luai. I think back as the predominant playmaker down that left side certainly helps. Uh, Brain To'o, I think he scored 130 the last time these two sides played. Um, back in the uh, middle of the season up there in Redcliffe. Taylor May, even down that left side, an option. Throw in Steph Crichton with a goal-kicking or Viliami kick-out. I mean, honestly, any of these Panthers could score 100-plus, and I wouldn't be shocked. No, 100%. It's one of those games that's probably trying to pinpoint which one goes bigger than the rest. That's so probably hard. Uh, the second game on Friday night, I think it's tough to captain anyone here. Storm Roosters, they might cancel each other out a little bit. Yep, um, I'm probably avoiding that game. I'm expecting it to be one of those tight grinding affairs. Bellamy and Robinson, they're going to be focusing on not conceding points. They'd be happy to win it 4-2 um, this week, which leads us to Nico Hines um, against the Bulldogs, 5.30pm Saturday at Shark Park. It just looks too obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's obvious, but it just keeps delivering every week. Like I said before, he barely goes below 80 effortless 130 other night i think he was 20 percent captained last week i'd expect mm-hmm. that number to be higher this week uh latrell mitchell obviously always an option with south sydney the goal kicking there and cowboys weakened by no tommy did but again even if you are playing your draft leagues probably more likely and uh, not holding latrell but holding aj or vice versa you definitely got to have a little bit of the pie uh, at least a vice captain option there with one of those two um, probably a brave, brave move to captain Johnston uh, in your classic leagues. But Latrell, he's always an option. Yeah, absolutely. As I said before, he's got uh, five out of six scores over 100 since returning, so he's in rare form. Uh, probably not the Cowboys this week. I just think maybe away from home they might not go huge. Uh, mm. And the only other one I'd like to raise on Sunday, which is a dire Sunday of footy, let's be honest. Uh, David Fafita, as we said before, little pot option. He could go massive against Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. He could be a massive. He could get 30, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. But if you are chasing your points, if you are chasing a 120 or even 130 uh, upwards on uh, Sunday afternoon, for feeder a good shout. Uh, otherwise, you'd probably be looping a Nico Hines earlier in the week. Otherwise, uh, let's finish off with some of these questions here. Short and sharp tonight. Uh, only a handful of uh, questions to get through here. You've already mentioned him, Blake's Brushworks. Let's kick it off with Blakey. He says, Tamau should uh, take the suspension to give back to all the fans that have had to watch him. Um, rough. I mean, given the way the Tigers have played and, and not to single out individuals, but he's he hasn't been a star for them, and but really they've not had many. No, they haven't. Harsh comment. It's funny, but it's harsh. Uh, but look, just quick on that. I don't think he constantly comes out and says how important it is to respect the officials and whatnot and you know giving a player a week for saying all that stuff directly Mm. to his face it's just weird decision what does it say to um, Brandon Smith who obviously missed five um, or four weeks at least four 
I mean, he questioned the ref's integrity, probably a little bit different to saying a ref's incompetent, but not entirely dissimilar, is it? So, I mean, you're suddenly getting a, you know, such a no, disparity in suspension. It's, 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 um, yeah. it's boggling. Well, he didn't bring his wife to the hearing and he didn't mention his kids straight away. So you got to play that sort of uh, heartfelt narrative as Tamo has done so effectively here. Yeah, rugby league loves the story. Um, Sione Mene says to play Kiraz, obviously Jacob Kiraz or Ezra Mam this week. Uh, Kiraz up against the Sharks or Ezra uh, at home to the Eels earlier in the week. It's that time of year, hey, we're having to play these players which you really wouldn't want to play. They're two tough options. Um, uh, maybe Ezra Mam, but I, I don't know. I think Ezra, I think, more likely to score. Hands on the footy. And he is a, a player that has a friendly super coach game, Ezra Mam, always around the ball. Bosco Harris, 14. Is Schuster going to be a nice cheapie next year with him going into 5-8? I don't know. I mean, I, you think on paper, yeah, look, it looks a great buy, but... KO Weeks is there sniffing around for Manly as well. They could go out and sign a six. I don't think Schuster is even on the radar at Manly at the moment. He can't make the team most weeks. So um, I'm not going to dive into Josh Schuster just yet. No, he's the sort of player who would need a massive preseason because, like you said, he's he's barely flavour of the month there at the moment. Uh, last year, he was one of their best players, and this year, you know, like Andrew Davey is pretty much betting him out into the spot. So, yeah, yeah wait and see. Turbo back will help him, I think. Um, we saw a lot of those two link up last year, and if he is at six, maybe more chance to do that next year. But again, he's no guarantee. Adam Pearson, official. Um, who's Adam Pearson? Is he someone famous? <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a blue tick? I don't, I don't know. know if you can have official in your name without he's got a blue, a blue tick. tick. Does he? Well, he must be famous. <laughs> anyway, he says, what do you like, or who do you like for round 24? Bo Furmore against the Knights. Viliami Kikau, rather. Uh, against uh, the Warriors or Joey Tarpane, um against who the Raiders have the Manly Seagulls of course um, probably this time of year I'm chasing high ceiling players so Viliama Kikau top of the pops there I'd be going Fermor I think he's just consistent can find tries Gold Coast at home Okay, much of a muchness Fermor Kikau Tarpane again it's, it's hard to knock him though what he's done this year um, last reserve here from Jack Murdoch, DCE, uh, Jason Tamalolo or Valentine Holmes. Where are you putting that last purple uh, reserve? Well, embarrassment of riches there that you can choose from those three. I've got Tyson Frizzell playing this week. So, <laughs> well done, Jack Murdoch. Um, I'm going to say DCE. I would be going Valentine Holmes um, purely for the assurances of the goal kicking although against South he may not get many goal kicks um, DCE I mean he's over every chance of a try assist isn't he so I think we both agree that uh, Taumalolo would be taking home the bronze medal of those three yeah he's just not performing as well as he was earlier in the year maybe the return of Ruben Cotter who was just playing incredible he comes on and he just changes that team so mm. yeah maybe uh, maybe Lolo's not he's not finished but he's just not he's never going to score how he used to no, no dependency there. And last one here. Now, this is, might take some bra uh, brain power, so we might not be able to get through all of it. But Simon Grunstein, friend of the show, says, what is the final best 17? So maybe we go by position. Let's start at the back. Your two best fullbacks, because you're probably running two fullbacks in your best 17. Probably Latrell and Teddy, potentially. Yeah, Latrell and Teddy, I'd have to say. Uh, drink water's been very surprising how good it's gone, but 
Latrell and Teddy are class. Yep, and Hines dual position eligible there as well, so maybe consider him. All right, uh, we may come back to the centre wing because that's going to be tough. Uh, let's go to the top, maybe your hookers, your two best hookers to finish off. I mean, in an ideal world, Grant and Cook, I think they're the clear two. Who, Appy Corusat, he's also been going well, yeah. though, hasn't he? Yeah, I think we answered this last week, didn't we, um, in terms of your hookers. I think we both agree Cook would be definitely in the Quinilla, and... Um, yeah, Coruscant or Grant. I think Coruscant's obviously been there more consistently throughout the year in Grant injury and suspension, resting after Origin, etc. Um, but if you're playing purely high ceiling players you want to finish with, it probably would be Grant and Cook, I think. Yeah, they'd be top two. Uh, let's go to the halves. We'll stick to the spine. Uh, number Halfback, number seven. I think Nico Hines... Yep. Considering we've already mentioned the other two fullbacks, I think Hines is the clear seven, especially with Cleary now out. Uh, who would you have as the reserve seven? Jeez, um, putting it on me. Moses? Maybe. Moses? Yeah, yeah, that's a great shout. Uh, Moses, obviously, with the ceiling. We saw what he could do last week with the 98. Um, you'd think of Hughes and even Cherry Evans, but, I mean, that's probably just out of habit. But looking, yeah, realistically at, at who can score what and who has been scoring well, Moses for mine. Uh, I think Munster picks himself at 5'8", um, probably alongside, um, potentially, uh, I mean, where do you go? The 5'8 depth, it has to be Dylan Brown probably. Probably Dylan Brown. I mean, I've held Walker for a long time this year, and he probably just hasn't reached the heights of last year. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd say Brown and Munster. Centres, centre wings, um, in terms of your consistent outputs, unfortunately, is injured Ruben Garrick. That's where my mind went to straight away. I tell you what, my centre wings have been letting me down. So if there's anyone that jumps off um, top of your mind for you, Tommy, uh, don't hesitate to kick us off. Yeah, Manu. I think even though he's not scoring as well as he has, he's been pretty good all year. Uh, I think if you're playing, you probably need a bit of value in your CTWs. I'd say a task lately has been scoring really well mm. in South's resurgence. Uh, Val Holmes has been great as well, and yeah, other than that, I, I don't really know because Garrick was probably my other one. Yeah. Alex Johnston, I think, would round us out there, the final four. And obviously, uh, with Latrell there, that adds um, even more weight to having AJ there. Uh, where were where we left? Let's go to the top. Um, the front rowers, I think Joey Tarpanay and uh, Isaiah Papali'i at the front row slot probably, again, picked themselves. And Clemmer may be a shout, but the way that he's been in and out of the Knights team recently, you'd, you'd prefer the other two. Yeah, um, Papali'i and Tarpanay, class above. Payne Haas, a bit of a slider this year, probably. And the second rowers, there's an abundance of them. I mean, if I had Nico, uh, rather uh, Nat Butcher last week and Angus Crichton, I wouldn't be disappointed. Um, probably don't want both of them most weeks, but Angus certainly would make it. Yeah, um, I mean, he's probably been underwhelming earlier in the year, but he's come really good. I think David Fafita is scoring really well, probably the best scorer at the moment in the second row slot. There's not a lot of like people you can just hang your hat on really Cam Murray even produced a 48 the other day so this is a tricky slot yeah I think previously I thought Ola Kawatu had a good run scored a 70 last week but I mean beyond that uh, some up and down scores Cam Murray you say there and as you can hear this uh, music rolling in the background I'm going to leave it on this note Isaac Tungle I've already said he's going big this week throw him in there 60 point average it's uh, 2RF uh, hasn't let us down all year Tommy uh, round 24 there it is uh, in the books one episode to come next week it's going to be a big one we're going to do our player of the year awards yeah it's like the music they play at the Oscars to get the people off the stage so uh, we'll get off the stage but yeah uh, one more week to go let's try and get some green arrow 
Wind us up. Uh, look out for that on our socials as well, the Player of the Year Awards. Have your say on all of that at Supercoach365. Put up our captain's call and our teams this week as well. Enjoy your round 2440. Let's see them. Those green arrows. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.